This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Erin McGowan, certified personal trainer, and uh, now I have carpal tunnel. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and uh, square dance caller. And you found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. What, what is it? What I are know. the people called that, that call out um, square dancing? I don't know. Alaman, lift your partner, and then you walk right by your own right hand. Swing it, little Sally Susie. Swing her left down, and you go, and then you star right to the center. It's all like they're they're calling out the dance. Did you do square dancing in fourth grade? I did. I did. I did. I did that. I did, and it didn't go well. I mean, I was taller than all the boys and sweatier, taller and sweatier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you? So you're playing basketball did i square yeah for sure i remember distinctly mr corral's class there's this guy in in that class i think you could and this you know obviously times have changed now but i don't even know if they still do it anymore but they um i don't remember stone doing it i don't think they do it anymore maybe not out well, it's in also Cal- like yeah down here i guess you were up in california but a little more rural right um ish yeah but uh I remember that you could pick your partner or if you, and then if you couldn't make that work, then they would just assign you. And I remember there was this guy in my class named Brian and he, um, like in the middle of class, like stood up with like a flower and went to this girl named Mindy. And he was like, Mindy, would you be my partner for square dancing? Oh no. And she was like, no. And then he just oh like, no that's went awful went back to his seat. oh my like, god he made a big production of it and she just said fucking no I mean <laughs> God bless her I mean she shouldn't oh, man. you definitely don't have to be protecting men you know um, no but that's it's a tough um, you know put yourself out on a limb Brian I wonder yeah. how he's doing you know uh, he seemed like a pretty um, like a pretty sturdy guy I mean okay. to you okay. know. I, I mean, I, I'm sure he wasn't happy about what happened, but I mean, the guy had enough gumption to put himself out there. Gumption? Gall? Yeah. I, I think gumption works for talking about square dancing. Um, uh, it it yeah, says on the internet the... that it is called a collar. Oh, call, so I was right. And then there's a cure. Cure. Oh. Um, yeah. So either one works. Uh proud that I got it right. Sometimes, you know, you just leave it to your brain and it, it gives you the right thing when you're doing these dumbbells <laughs> opens. Uh, yeah. I mean, God bless him. Hmm. And I don't thing. know. We learned in the, I, we learned in the Barbie movie that like, it's okay to not like she's Ken asked to stay over and she was just like, I don't want that or whatever. Yeah. So no, yeah. no, um, I didn't know how to say my thing, which is that I have carpal tunnel now. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that's that. Weird. So, so is it? Does it? And it feels like burning, right? 
Yes, it's like constant, well, tingles, burning, but it's like, it, sometimes it feels like I have like hair wrapped around my finger and I'm like going to lose the end of my finger. Like it's fucked up. It's really intense and I am over it. I'm over it. Yeah, um, that nerve pain is very strange. It's not, it's not a traditional kind of pain. It's tough yeah. to... You can push through it, but it does like slowly grade on you till the end of the day when you're just like, for the love of God, quit, like whatever. But I I think I might try to get those like carpal tunnel, like... The braces. Braces. The but they're, yeah. it's so, I mean, come on. I'm just like, how many more things can I put on in my, get my day started? <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm ready to go out now. <laughs> With like a full body cast. What, um, <laughs> so as much. far as like what you've kind of looked into, what is the remedy? I mean, is it these splints? Is there like physical therapy type stuff you can do? Or I can are do you some... still too early in your journey to? Well, supposedly, so it's supposedly it's pregnancy related. And mm. I, um, it should go away within a year after giving birth. So that's promising. God. When I saw it was a year or like up to a year, I was like, no, I can't. This is, this is, this is too insane. Um, but there's some like stretches you can do that are like, you know, like the little hand pullback. Um, you can do like the kind of of stuff you do when you don't want to work out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I do it in the privacy of my own, like, uh, home, my home gym. Because if I did that just at the gym, I would feel like everyone was like, what happened to this person? I mean, luckily, I do have a giant belly that would give them an idea of what happened. <laughs> but I didn't there's... I didn't know about carpal tunnel and pregnancy. It's the, the gift that keeps on giving. It's I guess, so pregnancy. cool. It's something about, like, your everything gets swollen and that then makes sense. So there's pressure canals. on your veins. Yeah. And then, you know, one thing leads to the next. You can't feel your fingertips. So it's really cool. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. That's a drag. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just, I'm at the point where I'm like, I got my, my compression socks that take about eight minutes to put on in the morning. And that, like, my heart rate gets into, like, zone two. <laughs> putting them on. <laughs> and then... And then now I'm like, okay, I got to order fucking wrist splints so that I can walk on the treadmill for 35 minutes. Because <laughs> I'm not doing, like, all I'm doing really for, like, strength training, the one I feel it the most is when I do dumbbell bench press. And I do that, like, once a week. I'm not doing that mm-hmm. every day. I'm not, like, I'm doing push-ups, like, once a week. Like barely push-ups, like against a box on my knees. Like I'm talking, we're going bare bones here, y'all. And my hands do not stop barking. Um, anyways, wow, I came in hot, but I'm mad. I'm mad about that. <laughs> People are like, how are you doing? And I'm like, sit down and get a notebook out because I'm mad. So... But my baby seems to be alive. She's moving around in there like a freaking tornado fish. So things are, things are happening. Uh, A couple more things I want to ask you, but just for people Mm -hmm. listening, we are talking about uh, the bodies of Ironclaw. 
<laughs> you know, maybe just the, maybe just the, the male body in general and trends right now. Um, there definitely is a movement uh, towards a, a ripped physique. I feel like we saw a little bit of that with Marvel and people getting their Marvel bodies, but but yeah. this is kind of um, it's like uh, I feel like it's even amped up even more recently um, with Iron Claw and then um, the Bear Chefs. Um, oh yeah. The Calvin Klein, Calvin ads. Klein ad. also in the movie, but like he's you know, God, he's doing it with his Calvin Klein ad. But anyway, we're gonna get into that. We we have some you know information about what Efron was doing um, from his trainer. It's in a uh, British GQ article, so we'll be skimming that a little bit and giving our thoughts. Um, curious to hear yours as always. Ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. But before that, I wanted to ask you, where are you guys on the name front? <coughs> have you? Do you have like a couple of favorites and you're trying to narrow it down? You want to meet her first and then decide, or are you keeping it a secret? We're doing the, um, we're not sure. We have a couple that we like, uh, one that we, we like, like love. Um, and then we want to meet her before we decide, at least Great. for me. I think Jason has more decided, but I want to at least... Just see her and just see her out of my body and just be like, what's up? And see what she says, you know? Yeah. I don't know what I expect. Like, I... I, I no, but I mean, I, stuff can happen. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Stuff pops into your mind and stuff, and that's cool. Yeah, it's... it's She's your little your little person, your little buddy, so you gotta, like, uh, get the vibe. How did you guys pick Stone's name? That's my mom's maiden name. Oh, uh, cool. My middle name. And then we we were could not decide on a name at all. Like Nancy and I couldn't agree. We both had strong opinions, um, and uh, so like he was kind of unnamed for a long time. It was this like, you know, yet to be named baby. And then <laughs> I feel like the last day, like we had to do some birth certificate stuff or something. So like, you guys gotta <laughs> you kind to of figure this out. <clears throat> yeah, and a um. A friend of mine from college, like a really good friend of mine was visiting and he just was like, why don't you do Stone? And so I was like, oh yeah. And we just both just seemed right. So that was one of those instances where we, you know, waited and kind of marinated on it. And then it came to us, you know, through a surprising source, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. But we were both like, we, we couldn't, it wasn't like, oh Yes. Nancy like hated like my suggestions for names. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, I feel like Jason has a name that he like loves and I'm trying to just, I'm pitching names constantly that he will maybe like a tiny bit more. And he he's like, he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, come yeah. on, just let me have a, just, a, just let me believe. Cause I, it is hard for me to be like, her name is this. And he's he feels a little bit less like well that's a good name I li like he he has an emotional attachment to it and so I'm like frick there's no there's no going back but I like to I'm pretending that we can have the time to decide when it's time you know yeah I I think that's uh, that's the move you never know what will happen in the moment. Um, it was wild because when we named him, so he's 13 now, you were just kind of starting to hear 
people doing different kind of just going off the, the path a little bit on names. Mm-hmm. Apple was around the oh, a- yeah. Apple Paltrow or, or whatever. I don't a- know what her Apple last Martin. name is. Cause I remember Apple thinking Martin. it was so close to Martini. It is. Uh, but they were, you know, you're see, you're kind of hearing them a little bit, you know, come around. And, uh, and so now everybody's got really novel names. Um, <laughs> and so you kind of like, you know, we should have just named him Bill or something. You know, that would have been like, whoa, what, what kind of name is that? That's crazy. I've never heard that before. Bill. Bill. Baby boy, Bill. I do think, uh, I do think Stone is ahead of his time in the naming, but I think that that means you guys, you're an LA family though. So you can like, it's a little bit more like you were probably around people that were starting to tinker with the cool off the beaten path names. But hey, he's ahead of his time. You guys did it. I I remember in his uh one of his like preschool or TK um transitional kindergarten classes or something. Uh I was in there and uh there were four different kids named Enzo. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my wow. god. <laughs> Interesting times were living time that we're living in. You know, for me it was Mike. <laughs> there was like Mike S, yeah. Mike P, Mike <laughs> right. L. But now it's Enzo. It's just like, oh, this whole place is just lousy with Enzos. Um, <laughs> Enzo. That's an mm-hmm. awful name. No I offense. Like you like it? Enzo. I think it reminds yeah. me of like. It's an like, Italian name. Enzo Ferrari. It's the guy that uh, started Ferrari. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. It reminds me of like Benzo or something like someone's like stupid nickname for their BMW. <laughs> what I think of. Or their favorite class of drugs. Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Any other questions for me about being pregnant? Stay <laughs> No. So you mentioned um, treadmill, um, food mm-hmm. stuff going good. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say food there? stuff going good? <laughs> yeah. Feeling good there. How do you feel on that front? Oh. Um, it's How's fine. your appetite? Do you, does your appetite go up? Are you? Hungry, I am hungry. hungry? I, I'm hungry, but I can't. Like I'm kind of at the place where she is like kind of pushed all my organs to new places, yeah. and so she. I do think that like when I eat, I can't eat as much, and so I am like hungry, hungrier often because I'm eating smaller meals. So that's right. That's new. Um, and my nutrition has been, I would say like I'm eating really solid meals, like kind of nutrition dense meals, but I'm also like housing York peppermint patties. Like Mm. that sugar is like, I'm like, I'm like still craving sugar. So that's kind of like, I'm getting my greens. I'm getting my water. I'm, I'm getting my protein. And then I'm also getting just straight up sugar. (laughs) That's uh, I would say I've been asking you consistently about cravings. I would say York peppermint patty. That's an interesting Uh development. I, I mean, know, I definitely I, remember the commercials of like old ladies like doing downhill skiing and stuff, and then yeah. you could see their breath when they take a bite. <laughs> yeah, 
They I mean, it's been cold the enough here that I've done that, you know, in my yard where I eat a peppermint patty. <laughs> what was the York advertising budget? It had to be high. I feel like I <laughs> saw a lot of those commercials. I mean, people loved them. At least the old people loved them for a time, you know? I, I, I What I size do you get? Do you phases. get the small ones or like the big, the big disc size ones? I get the small ones and right now they're Valentine shaped. They're heart shaped. That's cute. And that's what really, uh, that's what got me. I was like, oh, they're shaped like a heart. I'm in. Hand them over. So. Shit, Valentine's my... already. Can we enjoy our January? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. You better have made reservations already because that shit is happening. Got to give it to York for making a candy uh, that's called a patty sound appealing. I know. Appealing. I know. Appealing? I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I can barely get a word out tonight. I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous. Every time I start a sentence, I'm nervous. I, I feel like I <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get through this sentence. Well, it's because I, I do have um, my agent on the line. And so you're trying to get a new agent. We're all the way. I'm all the way up in WME, you know, so. That's probably what it is. All the way up. All the way oh. up. That's what they say, right? <laughs> All the way up. All the way up. Oh. Um, I, the only thing about York peppermint patties, if I, if we have anyone that's in development, if they're listening, I would say that the only thing that would make the heart peppermint patties better, pink dye on the inside. I'm I'm there. Now, will I die from it? Probably, but I think that would be so cute. Yeah, I mean the stuff we use out here. It was disheartening to to see like the UK say like shit. We fucking outlawed that shit. You guys are using. <laughs> no, we love years it. ago. Uh, we were like, oh, no, we, there's got to be a healthy we, way to get yeah, pink dye in there. there <laughs> absolutely is. We don't have to use the. The, the toxic shit that's like a fraction of a penny cheaper. It's just like, right. just use the stuff that won't kill us, please, York. Please, Yorks. So those are my, yeah, that's my, that's my pregnancy update. Did you love Yorks growing up? I liked them. Or did you just kind of have them? I just kind of had them. I, I, I didn't really, I didn't hate them, but they weren't maybe my number one. You know what I think it was, was when I was doing Weight Watchers uh, 20 years ago, they were easy to track because the little ones were one point. Ah. And so I remember that I felt like, cause I would eat like three, a big one was three points, but you just like open one package and you eat the big one and then it's done. But if I had the little ones, then I could like space them out, have one now, have a couple more another time. And you got like the satisfaction for me. That's, that's the act what I of like. opening. Yeah. You got to open the little thing. There's a little bit of a Pavlov. Maybe you get a little dopamine response, feeling the right. little foil in your hands and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, 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 that tracks. So I think that's when I like kind of like really got into them, if you will. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, this is actually kind of dangerous because then you open a whole bag in your house and then three points leads to 18 points later. You've had 18 dopamine hits and <laughs> your the bag is done. 
You're so using I, them for everything. They become your coins. You're trying to jam them into parking meters. Bunch of weird yeah, shit. It's going not on. A, Shove it's them in not video good. game. Mm-hmm. Um, so. A lot can happen there. I liked Junior Mints. I'm not a mint candy oh, skeptic. Oh, yeah, I like I, those. I like, and I like mint chip ice cream. Some people are real um, toothpaste. They say it's, ah, oh, it's toothpaste. I'll hear people say about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Bah, t- blah, toothpaste <laughs> that is. And to me, it's not, I feel like the, the peppermint angle, spearmint, I feel like gets into a little bit of the mouth care realm, but peppermint. Yeah, um, the, there's a Briars that's like a white look, a white color, and it has chocolate chips in it, or chocolate chunks, and that one I like. But the green, I do not, I don't like it as much. I like the green. I like that. You like the green? Grasshopper pie. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the green. I mean, I'll take it, you know, however it comes, but the green doesn't bug me at all. I kind of like it. Yeah, I I do draw the line there, but that's a weird line because I'm over here housing your peppermint patties on the regular. What about a green dye for St. Patty's Day? You would say no to that. Blah. But Ooh, pink, not you would actually, accept. If it was a New York peppermint patty, I would say yes to that. Hmm. Yes to the dress. And if it was shaped like a little uh, little four-leaf clover? Ah. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, York. Hook it. Hooty toy. Uh, very cool. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so what's, let, up, what's up with you? Are you pregnant? Fucking nothing. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> not pregnant. I did get to see um, Aaron and Jason. Jason has a one-man show, The Wheel World. Um, yep. st- another performance coming up, uh, Lyric Hyperion, the 19th, Friday the 19th. Yep. So that's Friday of this week. You guys should definitely check it out. I hope he get to does it. I hope he gets to do it more. I hope say, he gets, I hope to, he gets does to does it. The WME guy just, just bailed. <laughs> he just hung up. Um, hopefully I didn't ruin Jason's opportunity, <laughs> you know, by my shitty grammar, but yeah, I, I would love to see him do it more um, because it's a great show and I could see people really enjoying it, but it definitely, it, it checked a ton of boxes that seems seemingly impossible. Um, if yeah. you're trying to, if you're thinking about this kind of like putting a show together and I was telling Aaron about it, we were texting and I would say that it, it manages to be funny first and foremost, very funny. He's a comedian. So of course it's going to be funny, but then also, sad or um there's pathos in a good way and at the same time it's joyful and hopeful and inspirational and then also really informative um i'm sure people are curious about uh you know people that are paraplegic or in wheelchairs and you know have stuff that they're maybe they don't feel comfortable asking or or whatever it's just mm-hmm. normal to be kind of curious about this kind of stuff and yeah <laughs> jason fucking goes there and anything you ever wanted to know and stuff you didn't even think but then you're like yeah what what do you do for this <laughs> he, it's addressed in the show in like a very yeah. fun informative way so it's this kind of like cool experience to where you get to um you know, learn a little something, but it never feels like you're being preached to, or it doesn't ever feel like medicine. It's all in like a very fun show format. Aaron makes a cameo in the show. You get to hear her on the trombone. It was a lot of fun. Nancy and I went out, we had a blast, good hot crowd there. And so it was a fun crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth seeing. Well, thank you. It was, it has been, um, 
a long time in the making, you know? I, I think, you know, he and I fell through the skylight five years ago in December. So it's been five years and some change now. And it's taken a long time to be able to be funny outside of our home. Like, I think our house, we got funny about it maybe three years after. Um, but it's taken a couple more years to get to the point where he can, like, yeah, he goes for it. And um, it's also all of the things that you said, having lived the experience. Let me weigh in now. You're like, oh, please <laughs> tell me what I've. What no, I it's, think it about is it. good to hear from someone else's perspective because I because I do live it and it is like I, I I forget what people don't know and what people assume or don't assume or whatever. I was just imagining that you have all this stuff and you you want to tell it and there's a way you want to do it and there's you know you I mean he essentially could marionette this however he wanted you know pull whatever string he wanted to do because there's so much stuff to laugh at so much stuff to cry at so you know to be mad about or whatever it is and mm -hmm. so and then like all this fucking shit that happened you know attached to the actual event and then the aftermath afterwards and it's like where do i even start and how do i put this into an hour so yes yeah I think that's, that was like the, you know, the Herculean effort was like, how can I yeah. get all of this into like an hour that makes sense, you know? Cause that's it seems true. like you would just want to like fucking scream like this and this and this and this. Oh shit. This that fucking happened. Remember this whole, this whole fucking shit. So it's just like going through it all and like seeing yeah. like, how, how can I like, you know, take an audience full of people through all of this. And yeah. I feel like it was, uh, he did it. And so you gotta be, you guys got to be pumped, man. I'm very excited. Oh, I have, I have a dog visitor. <laughs> I'm, I record out in my gym now, and I just got a stowaway um, poncho. <laughs> a stowaway? <laughs> yeah. It's okay, honey. More I'll, like I'll an, ex an explorer. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He really is an explorer. He'll start barking. A stowaway would be somebody that like s snuck in and. Oh, you're right. You're you know, right. Yeah, yeah. He Puncho seems to be is kind an explorer of tonight. He um. <laughs> wow, that threw me off. Well, thank. I'm glad you guys came to the show. That was really fun. I'm excited to see because you know the first couple shows, it's going to be all the people you know and all the people that you kind of know and all that stuff. So I'm excited to see like. After the baby comes, we can get our bearings a little bit. He'll do the show more. And um, and then we'll kind of get to the people that he doesn't know or does, don't know him and, d like, don't know the history yeah. and stuff. And I'm really excited to see kind of what that is like. Because, um, you know, I think eventually you want to, like, tell it to, like, a Netflix special or a YouTube special or something like I that. I can totally like, see it as, as that. And I'm sure that, like, some press will pick it up and – it's one of those things to where it's, it's like, oh, people should watch this. Um, but you know, which doesn't sound like a compliment, but, uh, it is in the sense that like, this is like, you wonder when you're making stuff like this, it's like, why, why am I doing this? Like what, mm -hmm. what purpose is this serving outside of like jacking myself off or, or whatever? Yeah. But this is one of those ones that like, Oh man, this is, you know, outside of being, you know, showcasing my abilities as a comedian. It's like, oh, this is, you know, this, this is important information to get out to the world. 
And so I think people would pay attention to it. And so that's, you know, I think if you're, there's like, it's hard to kind of zero in on meaningful art, you know, and it can Mm. sometimes ruin what it is if you're, you know, if the, if the messaging is too much or it's too, too about that, but I don't know this for me, this worked on in every way, something like this could work. So. Well, that's a great plug. Great plug. Come through to see us on Friday the Um, 19th. Friday the 19th, Lyric Hyperion. Go to um, Jason Signs Instagram. Yeah, I think it's Jason C. Signs on Instagram. Jason C. Signs. Spell his last name. Oh, S A E N Z. Sinez, as my dad says. <laughs> well, you well, want to talk about learn ripped men for once? Ripped men for once. Well, I mean, listen, you know the guy. The guys are feeling the pressure now too. I mean, it's good. It ain't about Welcome it. Ain't about hell. <laughs> it ain't about the dad bod. Nobody's really interested in that. Whoever tried to get that traction going. Um, <laughs> hey, it, and, it did work for a group of women. It absolutely did. And there's, listen, I mean, what, I think one of the positives of the internet, and we've talked about this before, is that it does, however you look, there's somebody that's into you. That's right. That's true. (laughs) It's, it is there. That is, you know, and you used to think that like people would feel so alone or they'd feel like islands because it's just like, oh, I'm just so miserable in my body and there's nobody could, who could ever lust for this. There's somebody out there. There's a Reddit thread dedicated to your exact body type. There's people that love it. There's yep. people that want to see it. And so, yep. you know, you can you can get mired in the muck and the negativity on the internet, or you can certainly find, you know, confirmation that you're on the right track, however you look. That being said, <laughs> I would say culturally right now, there is special attention being paid to, and I think, you know, by and large, this is because of this, um, you know, this movie um, and like Zac Efron's, chiseled physique in this. Um, now, he was so, so, ripped in Baywatch, but but it, this seems to have gotten him just another level of interest because he maybe is bigger. I think there's that. I think it's how close he looked to the source material. Um, okay. He's playing okay. a real person in this. And I think it's also, um, for those of you that don't know, it's um, it's this movie called Iron Claw. It's out now in theaters. It's um, the Iron Claw, I should say. It's uh, directed by Sean Durkin, who made a 2020's The Nest, and uh, he's Efron is playing real life wrestler um, Kevin Von Erich, and he's part of this family of wrestlers that are being trained by their dad. And so people that are into professional wrestling know all about these guys. It's kind of a legendary, tragic story that, you know, has definitely captivated a lot of people interest. That being said, I, to answer your question, I think why this one has gotten outside of the other stuff I said, the juice that it's gotten, I think because of the seventies aesthetic, I think people Mm. like, the jean shorts and the haircuts and all that kind of stuff too. Whereas in Baywatch, he just kind of, you know, just looked like a square jawed normal guy, but there's, 
there's something maybe kind of sexy about the 70s of it all, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Does that I make sense? That. It's just kind yeah. of, it's beyond just like him in a vacuum looking ripped. It's like, oh, there's all this other kind of aesthetic around it, you know, um, that, that feels fun. Like the, it adds to the, the level of fun around it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'd buy it. And I agree with you about the size. He's bigger in this. Like I Baywatch, he was just pretty ripped in and this one, he definitely put some size on. Yeah. And so I think that got the guys kind of interested. Yeah. 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 You know, like, Oh, like gains, bro. Yeah. Gain. People dude. were just like talking like growth, human growth hormone kind of shit too. I think that started with Baywatch. And I think it definitely yeah. <laughs> is carried over into this. I know he's yeah. saying like he had jaw surgery or something. I don't know. There's, there's something going on. There. Listen, I, do the P do all the PEDs you want. I don't care. Be safe, be responsible, but it's not any kind of judgment. I think he definitely put the work in. I think people that take those steroids um, and look the way they look definitely put the work in. It's not it's not me trying to admonish them or judge them in any capacity, but yeah. Uh, I mean, he definitely had like some kind of structural train change happen in his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could see like, it. I've been seeing a lot of like far quad, um, from <gasps> oh, Shrek. dang, a dang <laughs> shit, dude. Okay. I didn't think about it myself, but that does actually track pretty close. That stuff. Cause he's also kind of little, like, I think he's like five, eight, I think, um, which is smaller than me. So, Hey, no judgment again, but Lord Farquaad, I'm just saying it kind of falls in line, but I'd be interested if he wanted to be a Halloween costume with me, he could be Lord Farquaad and I could be, um, Fiona. Is that her name? Princess Fiona. You're absolutely right. It certainly as Shrek, is. Fiona or as regular Fiona, whatever, whatever floats his boat. So if you guys know Zach, let him know. I'm here for it. Um, both of them are attractive. Uh, I'm kind of into Shrek Fiona. <laughs> I think she's she seems kinda, like a lot of fun, you know? She's kind of hot, too. I mean, <laughs> like I said, search the internet. You'll find somebody. You'll find what you're looking for, baby. Uh, Are you looking for something speaking of? <laughs> I think Efron is always, you know, going back to high school musical has always been mm. in shape and in a lean yeah. guy. Um, but for this, he definitely um, put some work in and the trainer that he worked with is this guy named Farron Morgan. Um, he is the founder of the tactical athlete training method. Um, and so, uh, you know, essentially what this guy talks about is that, you know, the, the bulking, you know, the three, we've talked about this before on the show too, is combining, um, the, the you know, the three, three elements of like bulking, leaning, and then maintaining. Um, and like, uh, the bulking is, you know, I think what was the new element to Efron's program, you mm -hmm. know, because he certainly put the size on and even like he wasn't as lean. Like I, I, there was like some controversy around him doing, he did some show where he went in like, um, 
you know, ate food in Scandinavia or something like that. And he, of course, looked great. And everybody's like, whoa, Ephron's not as ripped or whatever. And like, he looked. God. He looked good. I mean, he looked fine. I mean, he might have yeah. not have been as like ripped as he was on camera for the movie Baywatch, but he looked fine. But in this, he's like, he's like taking it to a whole nother level. And this is maybe on the heels of them saying that like. <laughs> of him seeing him. Or something. <laughs> Him seeing him in his bulk phase. That's what I do yeah. wish about. Like you could just like let people know, hey, I'm I'm bulking. This is on purpose. Um, you know, when you're when you're in that, that's what I'm doing. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a maybe that's a shirt I should make. Uh, that's specifically maternity. Is just like I'm bulking. I I, I like it. I'd buy it. Um, there's, there's something here. I, it's you know I don't want to workshop it too much on the show because you know, I got to make the money from it. But uh, it's it's in here. I'm gonna find it. Hell yeah! Don't copy Aaron's. I'm <laughs> Whatever I'm you freaking do, brah. <laughs> what try? Yeah, there are three trimesters, um, right? Bulking, cutting, and maintaining. Um, yeah. But, uh, so <laughs> I, I would. S- <laughs> We're going to, I hope that Dumbbell's maternity wear takes off. <laughs> it will. I would say, I got a crystal ball here, and it will. Magic 8 ball. Yeah. Thank you. Signs Thank you. say yes. Um, I would say that, like, the one that people don't factor in as much is because there's there's so much to be, there's so much information and talk out there about like, Oh, how many calories and how heavy were the weights? And then how brutal was the cutting, you know, like what, you know, how hungry were you and what were you craving? I think the maintenance is something that people sleep on because it's like, once you get down and you're at this thing that you want to look like on camera, how can you maintain that? That's, that's really fucking hard. And I think that's where people start to lose their minds. Um, incredibly challenging to, you know, be able to perform your duties as an actor and a performer, all the physical stuff they're doing in the ring, main, you know, maintain your body that you've started the movie with, you know, yep. to where you're looking ripped on camera. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I would imagine that that, you know, because the, the, the amount of body fat that they get down to is not sustainable. And it's also yeah. not good for, you know, having a 12 hour shoot date where you're, you know, doing professional wrestling or, you know, whatever it is, playing yeah. Wonder Woman. I, you know, like all that kind of shit, you know, you name it, whatever the, whatever the movie is, if it's like physique kind of oriented, I think that's, a, and I think that's something that like, as the nutrition, the science around nutrition has gotten better, people have gotten better. There's less wing in it. You know, they just get real practical and brass tacks about like calories yeah. in, calories out, how much you're burning per day. Um, and tailor it specifically to your body type and, um, you know, your rate of burn and all that kind of stuff. So it's not, there's no guesswork. I wonder, I do wonder, like, as you say that, like how specific they get with like kind of keeping them in check for the duration of a movie, because you know, how long you think it takes to shoot three months, two, three months. And let's just say, that's a long time, like to like you're saying, to maintain that. And like, how are they like weighing them? Are they having them like get in a DEXA scan? Are they like just photo based? Like, how do they? I that's 
Let's call Zach. We'll tell him about the Halloween costume. Next, we'll ask him about this. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll lead with the Halloween costume. <laughs> Uh, just to kind of like get into his good graces. And yeah. then well, you've heard you look like Lord Farquaad now, right? Okay. <laughs> not just because of the big jaw, but also because of the height. Aaron wanted to point out. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We're having fun because he's like the most handsome guy in the world. Yeah, so we he's can doing be a great. Critical. He's we're, he's doing fine. I mean, I will uh, say though, Jeremy Allen White is maybe doing a little bit better, but yeah, just so for we'll, now, we'll, we'll we'll get into the female gaze stuff. Okay, soon, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm very curious. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts and opinions on that. But um, but yeah, I you know it's one of those things that like you don't hear about as much, but I, I'm wondering also contractually too, if there's anything in there about, um, you know, how much time you need to spend in the gym and, you know, how you need to show up looking and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if there's yeah. penalties or whatever for not being in shape, I have heard, uh, I have heard, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, who got, you know, oh, yeah, a couple really of years ripped. ago, he was kind of like all the sensation for how ripped he got for the Eternals. And he said that like, they didn't, they cast him and they didn't care. And so they had, because it was a Marvel movie, people on set to do nutrition and weight training. And he was just like, well, fuck, I'm playing a superhero. I'm going to go all in. And so he just elected to do it. And but so, they and like I know coming after him. At least in his experience, no. Um, and it sounded pretty. It, was, it didn't sound like he was trying to protect Big Marvel or anything. You know, it just sounded <laughs> sure. like, hey, no. Uh, and so, and then there's also been like stories you've heard about Chris Pratt, who got ripped to do Star Lord, and like he just kind of um, wanted the part and then got in shape. And that was another thing too, where they didn't like supposedly they, they, it didn't matter. Like they, they were going to take him kind of as is, and he wanted to get really ripped for it. Um, Interesting. but again, you don't know if these guys are just playing PR ball or if they're, yeah, there might be a little bit. Of, I mean, could be as a male to me sounded pretty authentic, but go ahead. I was just going to say as a woman, I hope someone gave him a little, you know, trouble for having a little tire around the waist, you know, just for payback for all the years women have gotten it. But that's oh, yeah. I mean, just the, me. <laughs> women, yes, for sure. And it's come from executives. Yeah. I don't know that men ever quite get, you know, there's certainly examples of it in stories, but it's not on the same level anywhere close. That being yeah. said, for the comic book people, I do feel like there is the fan ridicule if they don't look like the comics. Yeah. So there can definitely be some, you know, some societal pressures, you know, where it's like, Hey, fuck, you're playing. I don't even, I can't even think of like a Wolverine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's better, a guy. Wolverine. Yeah. You better, you better be lean dude, or you ain't Wolverine. <laughs> um, and you better have freaking knives come out of your freaking hands before this freaking movie starts. It actually, in uh, the Wolverine origin stories, he was uh, uh -oh. 2% body fat. And he, <laughs> the retractable claws are made of adamantium. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's again, I mean, I think, you know, 
men are getting a little, it seems to be cyclical. Like every once in a while, they'll get a little taste of like what women constantly go through. Yeah. And so I guess right now we're experiencing that. So let's, let's for you, you like Jeremy Allen. Um, well, I just, I listen, both of them came correct in this movie, in the iron claw movie. Um, it was, it was Jeremy Allen White's, uh, Calvin Klein ad that made me, you know, just kind of appreciate his, his body. Let's say that. <laughs> but I wasn't alone. It, everyone went crazy. Um, so if anyone's listening to this that cares, um, everyone was attracted to Jeremy Allen White in that um, ad. Okay. So that's, that's all. I mean, that was just like, I just thought, I thought they did a great job in the movie. I cried my eyes out in the movie. Um, and also I'm like, how did they get that ripped? Um, but also if it's growth hormones, then I guess, I guess call the doctor. Uh, I think Jeremy Allen is possible that he didn't, he wasn't doing anything. I think it's possible. He looks like within the realm of his like body frame still, but that, I mean, it doesn't mean he didn't do anything, but, um, I did kind of, you know, I think I, I'm like, Oh, I hope he did it without any, um, synthetic assistance. Is that a cool way to say it? <laughs> but listen, I also have never been shirtless in a movie and I can only imagine that sort of pressure and I don't intend to be at least, you know, up until, you know, when I hit my, probably my midlife crisis and then who knows what I'll be capable of. Uh, anything you want. Um, so to me, just based on like, eyeballing it like Jeremy Allen is it Jeremy Allen that's his name yeah yep um that's the bear guy yeah it doesn't seem to me like he was juicing uh okay and these guys are young enough that they can you know put the time in and you know hit the volume of training that they're doing and uh you know I think that where this starts to get dicey is how much time they have. So when you're limited on time, then there's, there's stuff that you may need to do to accelerate this kind of thing. Right. Um, because if you want to do it safely, I mean, adding that much weight to your frame in a short amount of time is a, is a huge, like hormetic bur burden. Um, and it's, it's immense stress on the body and it can be done in a very unhealthy way. So even if you're doing it naturally, it can be done in an unhealthy way. If you're going, if you're trying to go too fast. So it's all about time. If you have time to prepare and you're able to kind of scale up and put the right amount of body weight on per week, and then, you know, do the right kind of, um, you know, training and base level fitness training that you would need to, you know, handle, like the, the heavy loads that you're going to have to be lifting, I think it can yeah. be done relatively safely. But again, like we were talking about, it's not something that people maintain. So people should know that. And we just kind of like breezed past this, but you know, for people that don't know, you look at a movie like this and these guys, all three of the guys, I don't know who the third guy is from the triangle sadness. Um, the third brother, but yeah, anyway, the tall, tall, more lean kind of guy. Right. So all, 
all three of these guys incredibly incredibly muscular for the movie, but they all had to essentially go up, eat an excess of energy or calories um, beyond what they even needed, um, train really heavy, and then remove those calories systematically and logically from their diet. Yeah. Just switching it around to the female gaze. Now you mentioned you're liking what's happening with, um, with Alan star of the bear. Now, yeah. Now what is, do you think it's something that's maybe because he appears a little more natural? We don't know if he is or he isn't, and there's no judgment on either way, but is it, is it because it feels a little more natural, a little, maybe a little softer, you know, something? I don't know. I, I think it does seem a little more natural. I, I, I can't say it's like a lot more. There's like, but there is like that fine line. I think like um, where, where Zac Efron's body is definitely cut in the movie, but something is up with his face. Also, do you notice like his at like he seems to have like the kind of the swollen abs or something too? Now, something that can oh, happen yeah, on, th- on growth hormone is that you can get a distended abdomen. Oh, interesting! I didn't know that. Yeah, it's because it's your internal internal organs swell a little bit. Oh, interesting. Okay, that makes sense to me. I just kind of always thought it was just like a little bit of um, thickness. <laughs> Thickness in the I, trunk there. I mean, I just haven't noticed that yeah. on him before. Because yeah, even in even in Baywatch, he didn't he didn't seem as. But it could just like be that. like this overall. You know, put, he put on a lot of size. I don't know. And then also, you mentioned that there was a Calvin Klein element too. Now, to me, it seems strange to wear underwear that just have Calvin Klein written around the rim of that. <laughs> I, it just seems. <laughs> a weird like NASCAR <laughs> thing or something. Well, you know, that's not what anyone was worried about. <laughs> no, I, the Calvin Klein ad is also like him. Like, I don't know. He's almost like dancing around. He's doing like, he's like, he's like actively oh, moving. Oh, I haven't seen any of the live. I've only seen the prints and like the, you know, the bill, pictures of the billboard and all that kind of stuff. Well, and and those, I mean, he definitely looks good in those, but I think like, um, I think there was an element when you can like see him moving and you see the way the muscles move that it does kind of feel like it's like, you know, like when you see like a, a like a safari animal, like kind of like cat, walking or like a jungle cat. Yes. And you can see all of their like shoulder blades and their quad, you know, it's just like, it just is like a little more. Um, I don't know. Animally, it's just like something that's primal. like, oh, I can see how strong that. Yes, primal. That's the word. Just like I can see this person's like their muscles, and I can see them moving and doing stuff, and that's you know biologically, evolutionarily, I want in. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so yeah, I mean that's. But good. does does this? trainer give any hot tips no i mean it's one of those things where it's it's the workout it's it's the work and then do it safely in time sleep you know like all that kind of stuff yeah i mean i i will say that there is a shift away from the kind of grind element of it like hey you know fucking one hour of sleep um you know do this and that push a sled we don't even pay attention to it like the rock (laughs) who's who's waking up at 
Or who is that, the little guy, Mark Wahlberg, who's waking up at 2 a.m. saying his prayers and then getting to the gym? Staying prayed up. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, so he's, but he's old school. Like he's maybe. A yeah, that's, yeah, that um, makes sense. I, I think that like the newer approach is, it's just like, hey, you know, definitely got to work out hard and put the time in, but also, you know, support yourself from a nutritional standpoint, sleep, rest, and give yourself time. Now, I, I don't know. I don't know what these actors had as far as time there's and rightfully so a lot of attention being paid to um the the training for the wrestling because that was a huge part of it it was so once they were mm -hmm. muscled up then they had to work with um uh like a famous you know professional wrestler and wrestling coach to kind of be able to sell all the um you know the kind of 80s golden era professional wrestling moves that were happening at the time so when you yeah. when you search out like training program for the iron claw it's always like wrestling stuff so there's a little you gotta oh okay it's yeah not, there. not how to get their abs or their shoulders no their legs i mean their legs were i mean jeremy allen white's legs were were awesome i can't remember efron's legs i'm sure they had to be built to some degree but is his name just Jeremy Allen or is there another name that I'm leaving off of it? White is his oh, last Jeremy name. Jeremy Allen White. Okay. Yeah. Three, three, three names. Like the three namer, like the, um, Briar's chocolate mint ice cream. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's how he, that's how he says it too. That's how he, yeah. People are like, what, what is it? Again? How he, yeah. Um, and then he's able to kind of like get him there through that circuitous route, but it does ultimately uh -huh, uh -huh. track. It does help. Uh, I was like mine. I would have to say it's like stranger without the extra R and then, <laughs> and you know, people, people were bored by that. And uh, McGown, like, like, uh, like you're going to go to McDonald's, but instead of McDonald's, you're getting food. You're going to go get a dress. You follow me? That's what it's like. Yeah. I've gotten that McGown. before. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, all right. Kind so of if you're same. a listener, we don't know, we don't know how to get you ripped. Um, but we can tell you to go look at Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein ad. I, I don't, I think we kind of like laid it out there. I mean, it's just, you know, you have to eat and, you know, tw up your calories, 20%, up your maintenance calories, 20%, remove that, you know, down below 20%. Um, so say you up them 20%, then take away 25% cut. Damn. And then maybe, Damn. and then maybe scale back up a little bit for maintenance. And then it's yeah. just, it's just a timing thing. So it's like when you hit your kind of desired weights and all that, and then you have to, you know, push on the primary lifts, push, pull squats, um, you know, so that you're stimulating as much human growth hormone as possible. We call those hormonally intelligent lifts. Um, while also you're paying attention to the aesthetics. Mm -hmm. So you kind of combine those with like your ancillary movements, bicep curls, you know, it's like you want your arms to grow. So adding in some bicep curls on a, like a heavy leg day could, you know, maybe to get, they'll get a little runoff benefit from the um, growth hormone that you're spiking from doing those heavy lifts. And then, yeah. and then it's, and then there's sleep, you know, huge getting seven, seven hours, nine hours to sleep eight. God, 
How's so, your sleep doing? Real quick. Uh, it's not. You do anything good I, this week? I'm very committed to the um, the protocol that you and I came up with. Thanks to your suggestions, okay. much appreciated. Um, I've been yeah. sticking to that. Uh, the sleep is in the in a downtrend, but I think it'll curve up. It just it's just a matter of getting used to this. So, right, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. You gotta get your body trained in a new way. Right. And so it's just, you know, I don't necessarily feel tired when I go to bed and I, I was getting, like I, I, like I said, I think in the previous episode, this kind of extra junk sleep for maybe two hours. Mm -hmm. And I think that artificially boosted my sleep numbers anyway. Like, I don't know how good the sleep was that I was getting from kind of six to nine or whatever it was, you know, it was just kind of like, who knows, but it would, it would fluff my hours a little bit. And so that's been removed now in addition to, you know, not being immediately tired when I go to bed. So it's just kind of like it dipped a little bit, but I think once, um, the sleep pressure builds from having, you know, a couple of days with less sleep and then I'm falling asleep through these times, then I think it'll start to bounce back up again. So. Okay. Well, yeah, you're looking a little more jacked than usual. So that maybe you're, uh Oh, cuckoo. Tattoos. That tattoos almost gone. In the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, God bless Iron Claw. If you guys see it, just bring a, just bring um, a box of tissues, and after the movie's over, look up the real story because if you can believe it, the real story is even worse than the movie, Ooh, that and does. that is. That's what I didn't know, and it's heartbreaking to find out. So, Ooh. so there. But you're glad you saw it. I'm glad I saw it. But I, I, Jason kept trying to quote the part of the movie that made me cry so much, and I told him he had to stop <laughs> because I was just like we were like days out from seeing the movie, and I was still like Getting emotional you. about. Aww. Yeah, it, it was, it's a hard, it's hard. It's, it, there's a lot of trigger warnings. I didn't know, I didn't look anything up before I went and saw it. I just knew it was a sad story and it's, it is a very sad story. Very, lots of sad stories actually. So, mm. Mm. but a lot of hot bodies. So what do you do? What do you do? Uh, let me ask you this. This is kind of on people's minds a little bit too. And then we can get out of here. What do you think of this okay. Reacher guy? Do you think he's got a good body? Do you like this Jack Reacher Alan Richson or Richardson playing Reacher. Hold on. Let me look him up. Reacher guy. Yeah. Reacher. Let's see. Reacher. Um, what's his name? Did you say? It's like Alan, but if you just put in like Reacher body, I'm sure it'll, you'll be able to see his shirts off of. Let's see. It's a series on Amazon. It's based on the Lee child books. There's a million of the books. Um, they made two Tom Cruise movies where Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher, but it pissed people off that were fans of the book because Reacher in the book is like six five. He's huge. He's like a mountain of a man. And so the actor that they cast to play him in the Amazon series, which is very popular, is a very big dude. I don't know if he's quite six five, but he's fucking huge. And he got especially huge for season two. Um, oh, wow. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> is that too big or do you? Is that? 
I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to do more research. <laughs> is it like for wow. me, maybe seeing like a woman with like giant, like G breasts or something where you're like, I, there is something good about this. I don't know. I, I don't know how to process. This. I don't know. Yeah. I, Cause like his face is kind of, he's not horrible uh, looking. You know, he's a good looking guy. He's not horrible looking, but his face is also like, it's not like, like I'm still going to, Go back to Jeremy Allen White, but but this guy has like he has a lot going on, you know. <laughs> I, I'll look into it. I'll I'll do some research. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some research. That's all I can say, and uh, I'll get back to you. But I didn't realize that they had did, that they did a um a series on. It's on Amazon, Amazon Prime. People love it. I okay. I got in trouble on my podcast because um, there's a lot of opinionated listeners on Action Boys, which is fine. You know, in yeah, discussion exactly. is encouraged, um, and there can be on the dumbbells too. Listen, if you guys thought we were a little inappropriate without judgmental, yeah, we were I mean, people's appearances on this episode a little out of character for us. But hey, we br- we're dishing the we had fun the, the hot dishes, um, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I said that like I liked season the show is kind of like trash fun. It's trashy fun. You know, it's like a beach okay. read. I mean, that's essentially what the books are. They're, you know, they yeah. follow this this kind of th- whatever. And so I said that like I just from a tr- fun trash standpoint, I enjoyed the first season more and I thought the se- season 2 was a little weak and people were like your uninformed, uninteresting takes are wrong and all this kind of shit. <laughs> people are like, I, there's a lot of people, and like the critics like season two. I'm def, I'm definitely going against the grain by saying I, I just was kind of bored by season two. But I did find season one fun in a trashy kind of way. I, I mean, every once in a while, Stanger, you come in with that critic point of view and, and you know, we need it. Because most of the time you're playing nice. I'm glazing. Playing, I'm glazing everything. Yeah. Every once in a while you come in with a, eh, Barbie was fine. And everyone's like, what? I'm going to be clear. I'm so going to be think- very clear on Barbie. <laughs> there were yeah. a lot of moments that I laughed and had fun. <sighs> um and, uh, and I thought that like Greta Gerwig sorry. Who wrote and directed it. I thought that she hit a home run in the sense that she managed to p- please people that are obsessed with the brand of Barbie, which there are. There's a huge oh, yeah. that are like freaks about it. There's also um, people that are highly critical of Barbie. She pleased them. There's also the fact that she had to um, stay true to her artistic vision and involve Mattel and um, mm, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. even remember who the distributor was, Warner Brothers or whoever, like a big, huge studio. So she had to please the studio. She had to please Mattel. She had to, and like she did that. And people fucking love, I mean, the movie was a sensation. And I love yeah. what it did for movies and all that. And I love that people loved it. Um, yeah. I just didn't, I just didn't fully understand what was happening sometimes. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm like, I'm not the demo, you know. No, and also that's every once in a while Stanger's coming in with the hot take. Yeah. Reach your season two. We don't know. Um, so come at us in the Reddit thread. We'd love to get a Dumbbells one started where people are mad at us. Um, so hopefully this episode. Any press is good press, even if it's negative comments on the <laughs> that's internet. That's right. Uh, 
Gravy, <sighs> gravy. All right, let's... Yeah, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the dumbbells. Oh, I, yeah. I, before we get out of here, I should say, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you want to take us down a peg, you want to judge our appearances, um, you can reach us at askthedumbbells Please. at gmail.com. It's also a good place to ask questions, to show off, to brag, to flex. It's a safe space. We want to hear about it. Um, we want to promote uh, inclusiveness right is that the right word and yeah. um yeah. you know and support and also um at our socials at the dumbbells across instagram and twitter and uh on tiktok the at the dumbbells dot pod dot pod on behalf of myself and aaron mcgowan signs we are the dumbbells and our our wonderful listeners out there the iron claw family the ghosts of the Iron Claw. We like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>